This is Tech in the City from MediaWorks Studio Network, a podcast about tech, business, and everything in between. I'm your host, Yvonne Pilon. You may know me as the girl who will never forget the moment and feeling of confidence when she mastered her first line of code. And today's guests are not only building confidence, they are building a more diverse and inclusive national tech community, including right here in Windsor, Ontario. For all the local latest tech news, make sure to follow the Tech in the City hashtag on all major social media platforms, or you can sign up for the WeTech Alliance monthly Tech It Out newsletter. Today, I am joined in studio with Claudius Thomas, who's a chapter lead for the newly launched Windsor chapter of Black Boys Code. And joining us by Zoom is Colin McLean. He is the program manager at Black Boys Code. Claudius and Colin, thank you so much for joining me in studio today. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure to be here. I I know I've got Colin's voice um, (laughs) in the air and I've got Claudius's face here. So again, (laughs) thank you both for joining. I know we've uh, we've had a chance to catch up. And again, we want to dive right into what is this new initiative in Windsor? It's not new in Canada. Um, But first, we want to ensure our listeners know who you are. So we'll start with Claudius. If you want to just give us a bit of an overview of who you are. Well, um, my name is Claudius Thomas. Um, moved to Windsor, Ontario, um, six coming up six years now um, from Aurora, um, um, north of Toronto, and um, I have enjoyed um, being in the community of Windsor. Fantastic community, uh, meeting people, networking, growing quite well. Coming across organizations such as WeTech Alliance. Um, and meeting other um, organizations in the IT. Um, that's why it was really a wonderful opportunity to be able to bring the Black Boys Code um, to Windsor to help um, go, um, um, give opportunities to young black kids to say, hey, open your mind, you know, come, let's come and develop them and bring IT opportunity, programming, coding opportunity to those children. And I know you were a big part of that and we're going to get to that, but I know Claudius, uh, just uh, again, for the, for the listeners, you have over multiple decades in tech and you also <laughs> own a tech company. So maybe briefly describe, you know, talk about your company and your experience in the tech sector. Yes. Um, I have a, new, a newly startup, um, well, two-year-old company called Turaco Web, um, based at the Accelerator here in Windsor. And I come with over 30 years experience in information technology, um, having started by building uh, personal computers, installing computer networks, and travel internationally, and um, doing all manner of um, um, information systems, installing voice over IP network solutions, and all all different kinds of solutions. Um, And now working, uh, doing such projects as creating web applications, um, web-based applications, um, currently doing one for a, a smart school management system wow. for an Australia-based company, and the application is going to be used in the West African states. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. So uh, you've you've got decades of experience, entrepreneurial experience. I'm, I'm looking here at your bio. You've been to Denmark, Poland, Belgium, Hungary, <laughs> France, Germany. Where have you not been? This is amazing. Um, so I'm going to now cue over to Colin, and Colin, your bio, again, motivational speaker, uh, again, very involved on the program side of Black Boys Codes. You, you've, uh, you're you're a, uh, an author as well. So Colin, tell us more about you. Wow. Uh, where do I start? So I joined a Black Boys Code back in October. And the reason why I joined Black Boys Code is I noticed there was a bit of a lack and disconnect with many of the um, Black boys in the community on a national level. Uh, they're dropping out, not going into IT, or they are studying in IT, but then they don't get the jobs. And we know that IT is really the way to go in terms of moving your career forward, in terms of uh, possibilities in the future. So when I my son actually went through Black Boys Code, so I loved it so much, not just the program manager, I'm also a uh, client. And um, we've been doing it for a while and I'm really enjoying it, like launching the chapters cross country. We've got about 11 chapters I'm uh, currently working with. And it's been amazing seeing changing the narrative of black boys, getting them into coding, getting them um, finding like chapter leaders, uh, mentors. We're always looking for people to volunteer their time with us. And yeah, together we can always succeed. 
Awesome. And here I see you've you've created a, a, a you sorry you've uh, authored a creative self help guide that uses humor to help job seekers hone the skills they need to find work even in challenging economic times. We are in challenging economic times mm-hmm. now. What humor can you share with us, Colin? <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, humor. Or should we just um, encourage everyone to to download this self help or buy this guide? Yeah, we can do that. But right for now, <laughs> I'm focusing on um, voice and tech uh, today, you know, because if you can find the leader within, and that's what we try to do with Black Boys Code, by having Black boys uh, expose them to the world of IT, having mentors that look like them, that's what we focus on. So if you have a group of people who are there to help you succeed, that could be for anything, but we're talking Black Boys Code. This is uh, the place to be. Support equals uh, success. This is exactly what we do at Black Boys Code. Thank you, Colin. And that leads us into, uh, but you know, into the Black Boys Code. But I do think it's important for us to paint a picture um, of the representation of people of color in tech, ex- especially the Black community. So, do you have any insight? Because I've got some data, but I wanted to hear from both mm-hmm. of you. Um, I'm sure in your research and developing Black Boys Code, there has been some research. So, what are you, what, what picture can you paint for us? Yeah. Well, currently the um, landscape is bleak in terms of color. It's not really colorful. In particular, there is lack of um, Black people and even Black men in the industry of tech, and they're almost non-existent in senior tech roles. And studies have been conducted, one in particular I found very interesting, it's a Canadian study through the um, Brookfield Institute, January uh, 2019, that found that teachers have lower expectations of Black students, particularly those with math and the sciences. And I actually witnessed that when I was doing my motivational speaking and community work, where many of the... um, boys who share that with me. So we're trying to change that at Black Boys Code because we've also noticed that based on the same stats, that many of them aren't able to find employment afterwards uh, when they do these studies, if they do consider going on to university settings. So we're always focusing on making sure that our students are in a university setting, uh, they're doing online encoding, and that's what we found. So there is racism. And there's a mis- message taking place where we're not being represented. And if you do not see a reflection of yourself, then you're not going to go through uh, that line. We're trying to change that with Black And that's code. so true. You know, you hear the statement, if you can see it, you can be it. That's a statement yeah. that I think pertains to anything. Claudius, anything to add on on that, on those statistics? Absolutely. Um, in terms of um, my leadership's um, focus always tend to be based on, okay, here's where we're going regardless of what's there to hold you down. This is where we're going. So, for example, putting together the, t- the team in Windsor, um, the team includes um, a professor of psychology, black man. Um, obviously quite bright and the kids are there seeing, mm-hmm. here you can have your, you can become, you can get your own PhD, mm-hmm. okay? He's able to teach you and guide you. Um, um, the instructor, almost young as looking as them, but extremely bright engineer, yeah. talking to them like them, sounding like them, looking like them, holding their attention like crazy, um, making me almost tearful just watching their attention and everything like that. Yeah, he's beautiful, actually. <laughs> the emotion of it. So the problems are there. Um, we have to come up with strategies of how to actually overcome overcome them starting mm-hmm. with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so my message is, okay, we start with Black Boys Code. We um, encourage the kids to know that you, first you learn, you mm-hmm. continue learning, and then you it would, you, start, um, you have the confidence as you go to set your goals to say, mm-hmm. okay, I'm learning these things to mm-hmm. be what? Okay, I want to be, to contribute to my community. I want to be part of my community. Give, um, receive, um, take part, lead. So. Why can't we be um, um, chief of police, be a counselor, be uh, and things like that? So those those are the that that that's the kind of message um, as chapter leader that I'm going to be looking to bring. And thankfully, I have a great team, great support team to actually say, hey. Let's work in this direction and take these kids. Wonderful. So just before we yeah. get to how uh, this amazing chapter landed <laughs> sure. in Windsor, yes. just when we go back to, again, those statistics, because I did do some diving mm-hmm. um, leading up to this. Uh, and again, some some of it was 
easier to find than others. Obviously, uh, you know, this topic is is top of mind in the media right now. So you're seeing a lot more stats being shared. But, um, you know, if we look down to the south, uh, the stats that I found were tech, uh, black tech workers made up 9.3% of the industry. Um, yeah. At Google alone, black employees comprise only 4 to 5% of the workforce. I know recently we saw the TaskRabbit CEO, Stacey Brown-Philpot, who was, again, the CEO at TaskRabbit. She uh, stepped down from her role, which to many was, um, was again, was a kind of a, a blow for diversity, right? Because there has been a lack of senior level uh, black CEOs in the tech industry. Um, when we look now from a Canadian perspective, we have 1.2 million Canadians that identify as black which represents 3.5% of our population. And locally, thanks to some uh, statistics and data crunching from uh, a gentleman called Fraser Fathers, uh, we have approximately 18% of Essex County's population identifies as a person of color. And when you bring that down to um, to that those who identify as black, it's 13 point, or sorry, 13,120 thousand people locally. So that just kind of gives you an understanding mm-hmm. of our even, you know, from a larger North American level down to a a local level. So it's important to know that for me, I really found a value in understanding this. And I know there's so much more you're going to share, but tell us more about black boys and code and please tell me how, and I think I know I'm looking at the person who brought this to Windsor. So tell me how it landed here. So first, uh, I don't know if Colin, you want to talk about black boys code. Yeah. Let me take it back to, um, the year 2016, our CEO, Brian Johnson, he launched Black Boys Code in Vancouver, and then he surely launched it in Toronto. And then within less than uh, four years, we've launched uh, additional nine Canadian chapters across the country. And we have one in Atlanta, Georgia. So we have 11 uh, chapters in total. And um, we launched uh, Windsor chapter back in March. Now, I found... um, Claudius through networking, I believe. Yeah, it was through networking. And as soon as I connected with Claudius, I knew it was definitely uh, the one. But then we try to have our workshops in person in university settings because we're trying to change the narrative of Black boys not being comfortable in university settings. And what happened was we had um, the University of Windsor was good to go. And then March COVID hit and we had to pivot quickly. <laughs> and yeah, real fast, we transitioned from um, in-person workshops to online. That's nationally. And Claudia's team has been fantastic, phenomenal. And we're looking for more people like Claudius and his team to join Black Boys Code so we can really start changing the um, narrative of Black boys not seeing that it's possible because we're saying there's blacks in tech out there. Come to us. We want to you to join us and to assist to change the next generation of future tech leaders. So 11 Canadian chapters. And what's really interesting about Black Boys Code is you are also a technology startup, right? So you yourselves are are an organization that's a, an entrepreneurial organization. Um, and it, I, I remember reading to this initiative was one of 21 organizations that were awarded funding through the mm-hmm. um, Can Code program. Correct, Colin? That's correct. That's correct. So amazing organization. You can find out more at www.blackboyscode.com. But we now... It's the Canadian version. I I will never forget... Every now and then I go on I, in social media and I search, you know, Windsor, Ontario or YQG, which is our kind of regional hashtag. And mm-hmm. I came across that Black Boys Code was launching in Windsor. And I, I remember going, this is amazing. Who's behind this? And I'm looking yeah. at him. So Claudia's... <laughs> You've been so passionate about this, and it takes people like you to bring these initiatives here. So tell us why you decided to even approach the the organization to launch a, a Windsor chapter. I am extremely passionate about the development of young people. Um, the starting point is that it's my number one passion, soccer. So I've been coaching soccer for a long time, um, I coached um, Kaboto soccer. That's where uh, I used to play. Oh yeah, I was a Kaboto girl. <laughs> yeah, coaching. And what I enjoy as a coach is extremely dedicated. Parents actually adore me for it. Where I observe the kids. The, mm, okay, I think you need to develop your left foot. I go and develop the program to come and help and coach. And so the passion to to then to spend time observe, create the program, watch them grow, is there. I like to see kids grow. So when I then came across the um, the Black Boys Code, 
um, it was just an automatic, easy decision to say it would be nice because it is within my field also. Mm -hmm. It would be very comfortable to be able to bring something like that that's already organized without me having to start. Mm -hmm. It's just to open a chapter mm -hmm. within and already had access to the team of people that I knew I'll, um, I'll call upon. Um, for example, the, 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 the team is divided into instructor, mentors, and event coordinators. Mm -hmm. Great, great combination. The instructor and one of the mentors work together. They have their own um, uh, IT company as well. They actually develop um, a software that is used by universities to manage their um, intake of uh, international students. Mm -hmm. And like I said, the instructor is, is excellent. <laughs> it's excellent. Mm -hmm. And his mentor is very, very good. They work together very well. Um, the events team brilliantly coordinating me amongst themselves and their input, feedback, management. They're extremely good at wanting to actually capture information. They kind of, for us to start to get our own statistics, mm -hmm. you know, we, so that we say, okay, um, how do we improve? What do we know about kids? I mean, what's happening at the schools, for mm -hmm. example, you know? So where it's like, where, they, where, where, where does tomorrow lead, you know? We want to be able to start to go to the schools to actually see, okay, if the kids are learning this, this, and some of them are demonstrating a great, fantastic ability to actually do so much. Mm -hmm. Well, how does that compare with their school report? Mm -hmm. So that we can sit down with the parents and say, well, if the school report is D and they're getting A with us in programming, yeah. where's What's, that why? gap? What's going on there? You know, take it to the school board, you know, because... The, the, those gaps need to be uh, met. Now, so when you we, when you launched, so June 6th was the launch, you've talked about, uh, again, this must be a testament to your leadership that you had no trouble finding volunteers, which I know a lot of organizations is always hard to find volunteers. Of course, you were flooded with, um, but always we're going to get into that there's always room for to, to get more, not only in Windsor, but na but on the national level and maybe international yep. level. Um but it's cohort based, correct? Claudius, you talked about that you you've you have a full cohort already. Is that how it works? Um, yeah, these are people already knew through other um, uh, community programs I'm mm -hmm. involved with. Um, for example, um, I was born in uh, Sierra Leone, West Africa, mm -hmm. and we started a an association called um, Sierra Leone Association of um, Windsor, Ontario. Okay, I'm a member of that group. So two of the members of a team come from that um, association, and also I'm a member of the West, um, West, Indi West Indian, Windsor West Indian Association, um, um, which is um, WWIA, Windsor West Indian Association. I'm a member of that and also have members from that group join us. So these are committed people to mm -hmm. the cause of growth of young people. It's a, it was an easy peak. Well, I hope to meet them one yeah. day when yeah. we can go back to uh, to in-person uh, sessions. Indeed, uh, indeed. And uh, but just let's go into again the program. I'll start with uh, with with Claudius on this. Briefly describe what the program looks like and the age group that you're working with. Okay, we have two age groups: eight um, eight to twelve, and um, thirteen to I would say thirteen to sixteen. Although really, ideally, thirteen to seventeen. We've started with the eight to 12 and it's a four week, the sessions would run for four weeks, four Saturdays um, in the mornings. And the first session is to actually, we um, is based on, um, we use uh, Moodle as a learning, uh, manage, uh, learning system. And um, they learn how to program a system called uh, an electronic system Microbits. called um, Microbit. Microbit, yeah. Microbit. And um, the first intake we had here in uh, Windsor was interesting for us because um, we had to learn a lot from it that the it was meant to be uh, modular. So that's, yep. you know, you do the first session and then you're up next. And that first week, a lot of them did the challenges and exercises that was equivalent to the final week. <laughs> so it's like, so you, you, you mentioned though already that the, the students in this first kind of bat, the cohort, were just so, were so strong. So it's like yeah. immediately thinking, okay, 
I need to know what these kids' school reports are. <laughs> Listen, we know a lot of tech companies locally, nationally, globally that are hiring. So I exactly. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> you know, we were really thrown. We were stunned by that. But so the, the programming, so it. I believe it's eight to twelve is the age range of ages. Eight to twelve is what we started with. We keep them in terms mm. of um, expectation of the ability and knowledge. So, um, and then 13 to 17 would be the um, next set of group. Mm-hmm. And you sold out, the first kind of module yes. was sold out. So when will the next, for anyone listening that's hoping to put their their child in this, when will the next kind of module open up? Well, this current session ends um, to uh, this Saturday. This Saturday. Okay. And then oh, wow. we'll, we'll wait. Graduation. Um, <laughs> thank you. Graduation. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. We'll probably give it a week before we start the next okay. one. Okay. So, yes. And yeah. then again, all information for future workshops, would that be found on the website? Correct. Correct. Okay. Yes. Correct. And then, yeah. Colin, I'm going to move to you. What What do sure. you find is so unique um, about Black Boys Code? Oh, a lot of stuff. Okay. One thing in particular is unique is we're teaching the boys hands-on experience, introducing them to the world of code. So we have Python, uh, we have uh, the Microbits, this is our first online workshop we have. We're doing computational thinking. Um, we're also doing um, how to design a web page. So we have like a plethora of courses. And what's unique about it is these boys, which is the target market, black boys are seeing reflections of themselves in the teachers and uh, the mentors. And they're seeing that, you know, it's a positive contribution. And then yes, it's possible that they too can be mm-hmm. the future leaders of uh, tech. So that's why we're really um, focused on making sure the boys have proper representation and, you know, we're getting them support. And this whole thing of the online um, experience has been fantastic. It's been a growing experience for us and for the boys. So Black Boys Code Rolls adapting and improvising to the uh, conditions to make sure that our boys are successful. That's so important. And we think about coding. Uh, I know in Ontario here, we, we we heard just this week, I'm not if I'm not mistaken, that the new curriculum from uh, starting at grade one yes. level will have coding involved, which is so important. In fact, uh, just before this podcast, I was on the phone with a Googler um, mm-hmm. from uh, that's in, residing in, in Palo Alto right now. And, and he just kept saying, you know, everyone should learn to code. No matter oh, yeah. what you want to do, everyone should learn to code. Yeah. And I, again, it, it's so important. Initiatives like this um, mm-hmm. are, are critical. And I know, again, I, I talked about it in my intro, but I'll never forget my first computer science class. I'm a business grad, but I took it as a mm-hmm. as an intro class, I guess. Um, and when mm-hmm. you I was doing HTML, so it's. It, but when you <laughs> yeah, when go. you start seeing all these P's and, and 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 things, and they turn into something, it's yeah. it's like a magical moment. I'll start if you <laughs> could see me right now. I'm future. really excited. Um, but and, and I remember too. My parents put me into computer classes at the University of Windsor when I was a kid, and I I don't know if that's kind of started my passion early for tech. But it's mm. so so critical. So I love this question when we talk about new initiatives. Oh. What are you seeing? Like, are there, you know, are there, and and Colin, you can share this more on the national level. Like, what are Mm. some of those milestones you've hit, success stories, um, you know, eye-opening moments? So, Colin, do you want to start and then I'll go to Claudius? Yeah, we have a lot of eye-opening moments. We're having people um, in different regions that we haven't opened up chapters coming to us saying they want to open up a chapter in like Manitoba or um, like New York. And people are really reaching out and they want to volunteer their time. That's really has been significant change since um, the start of COVID. And there's been a lot of changes where we're putting out more content for the training. We're looking for more volunteers and we're just growing at alarming rate. That's why I've been putting out the call for more volunteers because we're growing so fast that it's like night and day from when, when we first started. You're scaling just like a lot of these uh, tech startups that we work with. Now, Colin, has mm. there been any like, you know, I imagine you interact with parents and kids. Was there is there something that like sticks out as like a moment someone said something that you can kind of you always go back to and like that yeah, aha yeah. moment? Um, I usually send out reminders to the parents that, hey, it's a uh, workshop taking place this Saturday. Don't forget to bring your child. And people respond to me directly saying how much the children are loving it. The boys are loving the programs. One lady said that her son was on the program for about, I think it was like four or six hours straight 
after the class had completed and she can't believe how much she's taken interest in this class. So we hear about parents um, saying, you know, they want more. We actually have a waiting list now started before a lot of our classes. Now we have to do another set of classes, repeat it and still go out the schedule of the newer classes. And that's where we're at. So we get a lot of parents saying how much they love it. A lot of parents saying how much um, they really appreciate it. And on our online workshops, we're actually having the parents uh, participate in the workshop. So they're sitting next to their children. They actually see like before the parents would drop off the child at the university in the designated room. And then we would do the workshop, parents come afterwards. Uh, now parents are seeing, and I think it's very important for parents to be present in the learning of their children. Why? Because if they can see what's being done, they can even tailor the boys even more in the direction of success. But if you're not fully present with your children, then how can you guide and lead them? And that's what thing I've noticed is parents are becoming more present. And I love seeing them and the boys on the camera because it's a Zoom um, kind of teaching of a class. Oh, nice. It's virtual. And yeah, and to see the excitement, like when you first come on, the boys are all excited and stuff and they're learning stuff and they're asking questions. And yeah, that's why we're growing so fast. We need a lot of um, people to join the cause and to really assist us to really make this um, going even more in the future. We want to grow and we're still growing. And we hope to to help you today in, in recruiting and in, in spreading the the word of uh, or the organization, the name and its great initiatives. Claudius, again, you've you started uh, the first chapter. You're almost about nearing graduation of the first cohort. What have you seen? I know it's different because you can't see. You know, you're 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 interfacing with these these young boys in a virtual way. But what have you seen? Is there you know when we ta- last talked, you know, you really got emotional and how amazing it's been. So. Yes, the it was new, um, oversubscribed, um, full turnout, the attention level um, for that age um, throughout the entire class, um, the desire to know, um, and they've maintained it, they've sustained it, um, putting back pressure on us to say, okay, next week is the last. We have to get this going mm-hmm. because there, you know, there, we can't end there. So that is fantastic, actually. Yeah. Um, we now have to deliver. You know, it's not a testing water thing. We yeah. have to deliver. Mm-hmm. We have yeah. to let it grow. We have to bring something. We have to let it continue, you know, mm-hmm. um, not just for the group we've started with, but then the next group as well, yeah. which then also then puts stress and strain on um on, on, on those volunteering their time because you cannot ask people to do it every Saturday throughout the year. Of course. You know, yeah. but Which is why we want to recruit more volunteers for you. We want to recruit you, more volunteers right? because, yeah. you know, you. we Please don't want to, you. at the same time, we don't want to drop the ball because yeah. they're that excited. They want to do it. They make themselves available. You know, they see the opportunity to go and create something, you know, until that point where, as I said to you before, where we can fit, we can be physical again, mm-hmm. where we can mm-hmm. get a group of kids, mm-hmm. you know, come to a studio like this and see, hey, you know, look yeah. at what all those machines are like. Everyone you know? behind this studio, they're <laughs> all extremely tech savvy individuals. So, exactly. and they're doing amazing you know, things. So imagine what that yeah. does for kids when they actually go into a place yeah. and they see it. They're like, I've seen mm-hmm. it so many times when yeah. they like their faces just go up all of, and that's it. They yeah. aim to become that, you know, yeah. seeing mm-hmm. it with my kids. It'll be so interesting, you know, if, hopefully we'll have a chance to talk in five years, 10 years to see those that went through the program. Did they choose STEM career path or STEM yeah, education paths, right? Look, looking to do, yeah. Right, because that longitudinal yeah. study is so important, right? And I yes. think, I mean, I'll make an assumption that it will in fact encourage people to go into STEM, post-secondary STEM courses or programs, and then even further, again, move into tech roles. Well, the thing is, it's so broad is that, I mean, for example, I went to study electrical engineering because that's what I knew I mm-hmm. wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But in my second year of study, they kept talking about this thing called computers. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, computers, computers. Yeah. <laughs> what I is switched, that? I switched to it and that's it. I got stuck. So, you know, it's broad, right? You know, computer science, computer engineering, this, that, that. And so, you're right, Tech. You we, we've done a podcast before about debunking computer science because it's everyone associates tech to coding, right? And coding is critical. There's mm. amazing opportunities, but it's it's more. It's sales side of tech it's the leadership side of tech yes. hr side of tech so there's yes. 
really, to me, technology is just a, a, an amazing career path to go into so much. And I mean, think about what we do every day. What's not what's not where is tech not in our lives? Right. I mean, your car is tech, your spa, like little <laughs> now you can talk to everything. I mean, it, it's amazing, too, on how COVID has been a catalyst. Right. Yes. We we have literally almost skipped a decade in terms of where we where we where we are and where we're going right and it it's it's just been it, it's been crazy it's like i always said i'm drinking out of a fire hose every day of you know what's happening so well i mean just to uh before we move on actually just to give a comment on this mm-hmm. um work from home yes thing. Mm-hmm. um again with my experience of over 30 years back in the 90s i was encouraging clients to you don't have to, you know, beat the traffic, you know, start from home and then mm-hmm. go to the office mm-hmm. later. So I was actually installing um, PC anywhere for them to actually work from home and go to the office You knew later. it all along, Claudia. So that's why you're so happy. <laughs> You've saved so much in commuting times. So, One yeah. nice thing about remote work, again, we've seen it. We, I mean, Colin, you're in Toronto, right? Is that where you're based out of? Yeah. Right. Correct. So you're, again, like, it's so nice. And I think about how many meetings we had that really didn't need to be in-person meetings yes. and saving mm-hmm. time. And what, I, what I've seen, too, on the remote work side is actually, you know, the hope that this could help, you know, further help the diversity efforts. Right. If you can hire from anywhere, could mm-hmm. the remote work shift help with, again, that diversity inclusion piece? So um, I don't know if you've heard anything on that front or, or, or even, you know, have any comments on that front. Well, I mean, what policies are there? What policies are being made? Because mm-hmm. from my perspective, mm-hmm. is what policies are being made um, on, especially inclusive, you know, mm-hmm. what inclusive policies are being made to make sure things are that happen. Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. my interest, yep. you know. I mean, my eldest, um, I went with him to Ontario College, uh, Ontario College of Art and Design his first day to go and register and it was it really was tearful that he was the only um, black mm-hmm. person going to register. Mm-hmm. Is that an institutional thing? Is that lack of? Is that parents not getting their kids there? Mm-hmm. You know, for what encouragement? What are the schools doing to make sure that um, kids of color graduate? Mm-hmm. What are parents doing mm-hmm. to work with the schools to make sure their kids graduate? Mm-hmm. That that information needs to happen. There needs to be some kind of intervention. That we know, so that if it's um, if black teachers are trying, but school boards are preventing them, mm-hmm. there needs to be some way mm-hmm. of actually some kind of outside body that's intervening and being able to resolve that. Because the fact of the matter is, I do know teachers who complain of that. Yeah, they they say that exists. Mm-hmm. So that that's a really nice segue into uh, my next question is, you know, diversity and systematic uh, or systemic racism are, are topical issues in today's media. However, these, you know, these issues really need to be discussed and addressed every day. It's not just mm-hmm. right now. So what actionable technical examples do you have on what people can do today, tomorrow and every day to help progress on this important issue of diversity and, and racism? Mm, that's really interesting. Training. Um and uh, maybe okay, sorry. you know what? We'll start with Colin. It's a little yeah, it's okay, always harder on, when you've got go on, We'll let Colin start and then Claudius will take over. Yeah, I know. We're pretty excited and passionate about it. Um, no, I love that. Everything. This is good. Okay, so the first step is to become aware that the um and acknowledge that there is anti-racism in Canada and it's it's real. And then also um be aware that black people have made significant uh, positive contributions in building our country. When you understand that, then it's a good step where you can start doing your research. Like there's a Canadian heritage you could um, do research on and then start conversations with your family members. And then even take in the workplace whereby when you're doing the actual hiring of people, like really talk uh, to all groups of people, not just one segment. Um, and then if you can start doing that, That'd be great. So that's what we're working on by giving the skills to the young boys so that when they're ready to be employed in the tech field uh, or some kind of design field in the future, they will have necessary skills to start off, right? Mm -hmm. But you have to be open and understand where we're at really in Canada. Thank you, Colin. And Claudius? Um, I've always held the view of um, educate, educate, educate. Educate in the sense of the institution, the people involved within that institution, the people making the laws and the and bylaws, 
whether it's um, whether aware, um, not aware, but must understand cause and effect, mm-hmm. and have measures. Um, a sticker stickler for measures. Um, if the population of a school, a, a, a high school for secondary, is 60, 40, 70, 30, what are the measures then um, in terms of progress? Well, why are uh, 90% of whites getting through, mm-hmm. um, 100% of Indians getting through, but not, but only, you know, 10% of blacks? Mm-hmm. Hey, come on, Mr. Mm-hmm. Politician, you must ask questions. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, those or also blacks, what are we doing about it mm-hmm. to actually say, hey, These are the numbers, you know, we mm. can come up with ideas to make sure um, we can do something about it. Intervention must happen. Education, both sides, parents, mm-hmm. um, black uh, institutions, black organizations, um, black parents. Um, we all get need to get involved either together or separately and actually mm. say, hey, um, we need to get involved now mm-hmm. and make this happen mm-hmm. and drive it through. And you talk about something yeah. important is data, right? Is without data. that data, how do we tell the story? How do we know if we're doing a great job? And it's something that um, that I know, uh, you know, we can do a better job at WeTech mm-hmm. in, in capturing that data. I think we, everyone can do a better job and our country can do a better job at capturing that data to say, our program's working? What are those? Because again, how do you, how do you know mm. where you're going if you like... There's a missing gap of data I find in the in this in the tech yeah. community as, around the the um, uh, the uh, the racial landscape of the tech, right? Because I I looked for it and, it and it was hard to find. It's interesting you mentioned data because one thing Tobacco Web, my company, focuses on when we actually do a lot of marketing to people and mm-hmm. discuss potential businesses, mm-hmm. we place heavy reliance on data, the value mm-hmm. of data. Yep. In any sense, you know, so we always try to bring um, insights mm-hmm. to say, to different levels of management um, or groups that, you know, if you have a dashboard that actually presents um, the data mm-hmm. of your business, mm-hmm. of your department, mm-hmm. it makes you uh, understand your business better in that moment. Mm-hmm. So data is ex- um, extremely critical Very at any, critical. Point, at any yeah. level. Yeah. yeah, definitely do the same thing at Black Boys Code, where we do a um, pre-survey before the boys start the class and the yeah. parents fill it out. We're doing a post-survey at the end of the class, and we do that for each class because without the data, we wanna uh, we're not able to really judge to make sure for having impact. So. Uh, my call out is to the black parents taking our uh, workshop is please, please, please complete the uh, surveys at the start and the post because it's very important because you want to be able to prove that what we're doing matters and it's having impact. Okay. And in, and because of my um, in, um, likeness for data, for example, of all the no- number of different things I'm involved with, whether personal, business, community, I am one person who actually responds to feedbacks, no matter where it's from. I know we're in a survey overload mode right now with COVID, yes. but the data, and I can attest from the Important. other side, the data that it captures is so critical for people like us who are developing programs, trying to understand where are companies, what are they challenged with? Because mm-hmm. if we don't know, how do we move forward, right? That's and the same right. applies to business programs of what you're working with. That's right. I always, always um, sit down and say, okay, yeah, I'm bored. Why is it so long? But I do it anyway. I know. Listen, trust <laughs> me. You don't know you can't grow, right? The amount of surveys I've completed. And I'm, I imagine, I know, we. I feel like every Zoom call I'm on is survey overload. It's just that data is so, so important. Yeah, yeah. Something um, I'd like to ask, because something, again, I'll speak to our organization. We've always said, you know, we want to ensure that we have inclusive committees, inclusive mm-hmm. board of directors, inclusive clients. And I think this can be pertained if we look at boards across our community that, you know, there still is a lack of diversity on them. And a lot of times you say is we put it out there and no one applies. What's your response to that? So what can we do to ensure that everyone has that opportunity to apply? Right. And it's not just going to the people we know, which tend to look just like us. Mm-hmm. Do you have an answer? Because it's something that I think about a lot. And I hope other leaders um, are thinking that same thing. Right. Is tech is meant for everyone therefore it should be built by everyone right so Correct. what are what are you, what are your thoughts on that or any insight 
Wow. Yeah, there's, yeah, I, take I'm that probably place. controversial. Um, and But I'll say it anyway. What do I think about that? Um, it is such, it is a, a very, very interesting point because you put it out there, people, a lot of black people don't have confidence that um, to go for, you know, to, to put themselves forward. And everyone, anyway, that puts themselves forward, whether black or white, puts themselves forward for something for their own selfish reason for whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I've had situations where my name, Claudius Thomas, does not tell you that I'm black. And then when I turn up, you feel and see the difference. I, uh, I, can, recall, I can give a specific story where I've been talking on, working on a, a specific concern. Um, it was actually with the University Health Network and with this one contact and eventually was able to do, do um, um, get an appointment and I turned up with my white boss. And the contact, uh, white lady, my boss is here, I'm here, she came from that way and put a hand across me to shake my boss's hand, say, oh, hello, Claudius. And my boss said, no, this is Claudius. Oh, no. <laughs> Listen, I, I, it's, yeah, no, I, that's, that's a, I, I could see that happening. Yes, so that kind of thing happens. So how do we get past that? Yes, how do we? You know, that's yeah. actually then creates the um, difficulty for Black people to actually believe and have confidence. And a lot of it starts from the schools because mm -hmm. a lot of uh, um, friends, people that I know, families, have problems where, with, their, with their kids at school. Um, black, black families, I mean, I mean, black kids, where we know that their kids are bright, mm -hmm. but at school they're very timid. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it comes from the teacher's expectations. Mm -hmm. Me going from Sierra Leone to England, fortunately I was schooled in um, an African country where I'm only expected to be the best. Mm -hmm. So I went to, an in to England, age 17, and I found um, black youth of my age mm -hmm. had gone through school being told that they can't do it, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which I did not understand. What do you mean you can't do it? Yeah. You know, so that I went there. That confidence is so, is so important. Well, they didn't know anything else uh, other than they can't do it. Mm -hmm. And I went there knowing that um, I can be um, prime minister or the, queen, or the king. There's, you know, so. Yeah, that's why we started uh, Black Boys Code on that same basis, because we've seen that happen consistently. Um, I could just interject. I think one thing you can start doing is uh, start talking to number of black organizations um they do have boards talk to them mm -hmm. and see who they can maybe connect with mm -hmm. but if you're only looking in one box you're not going to mm -hmm. find what's in the other boxes so even start conversations with even us for example at uh, blackboardscode.ca um yeah we're looking for like-minded people who can really change the narrative of uh, black boys to help them succeed yep Thank you. Thank you for, for sharing that. So as we kind of come to the end of this podcast, I do want to give an opportunity for both of you to talk about um, how people can support and get involved. And I know there's a variety of different ways, including volunteering, donating, um, when things get back to normal, maybe opening up your, your tech uh, company to support maybe mm -hmm. a field trip. So um, I'm not sure who wants to speak to the opportunities to, to get involved. I think Colin can speak nationally and I'll speak yeah. locally. Okay, sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll go We'll go national. Go for it, Colin. Okay, so national. First things first. Connect on blackboyscode.ca slash volunteer. And we're looking for people of color, um, men who can uh, mirror the... Um, the reflection of success for our young boys coming to the program so they won't feel isolated, they won't feel um, alone, let them know that it's possible. Um, we're looking for instructors, mentors, even people with who have um, great community connections because this is not just in Windsor. We're talking mm -hmm. from Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, you know, we're talking um, Ottawa, Montreal, Halifax, uh, Brampton. Uh, we have so many of these locations that really need people uh, to volunteer their time. We're in COVID times. So just because you may be in Windsor, you could still volunteer your mm -hmm. time in Vancouver, you know, helping out or even like uh, Calgary or something, stuff like that. 
uh, would really assist us on a national level. We do take donations um, as well as if you want to work with us, maybe um, providing support on maybe if you wanted to go back to the workshops, we do pizza lunches at the uh, university. If you wanted to support us by that, you know, that may be something else, but donations, you know, having people who have the time and are committed, um, it'd be great. On average, it's about maybe five hours a week of your time. Uh, most of it's like the Saturday, but that's, if you have about five hours in a week of your time, that'd be a good, good start. Thank you. And, Cla and Claudius, what can, what, what can, how can people support the local chapter? Um, the, the, I mean, we certainly keep within the national program and system. So in terms of local, it's really a case of um, how can we get the kids exposed to be aware of what um, coding brings them. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, we have to wait until uh, restrictions are um, lifted. Um, um, at this moment in time, the way my team sees it is to actually do field trips, you know, go to Ford, mm -hmm. go to Chrysler, go to, as you mentioned yourself, go to a hospital go to um, places of um, coding mm -hmm. for them to actually see, you know, this is the reason why you should continue doing it mm -hmm. because you can become, you know, um, for example, in August, we're going to, that that's going to be virtual, but we're going to be able to give them um, some exposure to um, a software house um, in uh, San Francisco. So got a commitment of a couple of developers nice. that's going to talk to them and show them the kind of work that they do. Because also we've been thinking that because of the level of knowledge that mm -hmm. this, these kids here in Windsor have shown, we're now looking to expose them to JavaScript. Great. Because the program, um, I missed that earlier, was that we use blocks to say, mm -hmm. put this block here, mm -hmm. put that block there, it makes this. And that was too easy for them. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going to say, okay, well, I'll take here's that a one. Piece of it. <laughs> <laughs> here's a blank sheet of paper, write a JavaScript code. So we're going mm. to challenge them with that and then take that further and see. So we, they've just showed us a higher level and we want to run with it. Perfect. So yeah, when when I nice. share this podcast, I'll make sure to link both of your accounts, uh, your LinkedIn accounts in case anyone wants to, to reach out to you directly sure. for more information or again to go to the... Beautiful. Um, the website, and you're also on social media, correct? Yes. yes. Yep. And it's and is it is it at Black Boys Code? I believe that is the yes, URL. I think that's that's what the URL is. So it's um, our website is blackboyscode.ca, and you should see the connections to social media. Or if you want to want to reach out to myself, it's uh, Colin dot McLean one L and Colin two C's and McLean at Black Boys Code. Com. Great. And I'll make sure to link everything. I paid for the premium edition of Podbean, oh, so you, uh, we'll make sure to link you. Okay. The <laughs> last you. question I that, that, that we ask all guests is looking at your kind of beyond 2020 moonshot. So that's your mm -hmm. hairy audacious goal. And this could be for our local tech community or Black Boys Code or the national tech community. So Colin, mm -hmm. I'll start with you. What is that moonshot um, idea that you would, you would like to, to see? Oh, wow, the moonshot idea. So we have uh, the coding programs and we do a bit of robotics as well. And our moonshot would be to have the boys go through the whole process of the workshops in um, Black Boys Code, get a more of an invested interest in the STEM program of schools, the science, technology, and the computers, and really go to post-secondary education and get into the fields of IT where they're actually being hired. We moonshot ideal would be to be have the next maybe uh, Zuckerberg or even the next Elon Musk come out of our program um, because we wanna see that over the next couple of years, boys are actually going through the uh, program and actually becoming leaders in the world of IT and uh, tech. And Colin, you just made me think of something. Is there, I believe there is a black girls code too, yes. right? Okay. Cause yeah. I was like, you know, the girls can be, girls can be the next yeah. Elon Musk too, but yeah. you're right. Cause I do remember seeing, so there is a, a female version of this initiative. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. And uh, okay. Wonderful. That's an amazing moonshot. I love that. That was very good. Now, Claudius, what is yours? I would like them to actually see the CEO, meet with the CEO of Lowe's. 
of lo- like Lowe's the construct like Lowe's. Okay, all right. I know someone with a connection there, but maybe we can. Uh, because they, they look, he looks like them, or they look like him. Oh, you know what? I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that. So shame on me for not knowing that. Uh, you taught me something. <laughs> So, well, that is an amazing... And a uh, number of investment bankers who can actually, um, you know, in, from time to time do um, set up all these, um, you know, I guess virtual virtual mm-hmm. meets mm-hmm. as they begin to understand and believe in themselves mm-hmm. and understand what mm-hmm. they, um, they can do, homework, exercises, where do you want to be, what can you be, mm-hmm. and then set up a virtual uh, meeting with uh, a leader of some kind and say, hey, have a... Yeah. 10, 15 minutes um, virtual talk with this group of kids. Well, if there's, again, I, I've said this before, um, whatever we can do to support the initiative and those connections yeah. is something that uh, that we are more than happy to do. And and again, and just to maybe close off this awesome conversation, lots of learning on, on my end and hopefully for those listening, uh, just a, a thank you to both of you for for pushing this initiative forward for, and, and Colin, you said something earlier that stuck with me about building a more colorful tech community. And I love that. Yeah. I thought it's a nice, it's such a beautiful um, way of saying it. Um, but thank you for, for, thank for, you. for doing that. And again, Claudius, you're a volunteer. So what you've done and again, building the, the army of volunteers that you've done locally. And again, having, you know, already graduating your first group of young uh, boys is amazing. So thank you to both of you. Um, any last parting thoughts before uh, I give up my uh, closing? Uh, I have to thank here? my team. They are a team that actually yeah, were very aut- um, self-autonomous um, working team mm-hmm. that um, I pretty much had a hands-off role. Mm-hmm. We decided... We met as a group, um, decided who's doing what, and the uh, different individual, you know, groups that work together, got work professionally, and then we came and you know, it's it was smooth, it was smooth, it was easy to manage, it was fantastic. So I have to thank my team for delivering and bringing to Windsor, and they want to see Windsor a success. We do, and Windsor it sounds like it, are, it already is. And Colin, any last parting thoughts? Uh, parting thoughts? You wanna? If you want to continue this conversation and want to listen to this podcast, you know, reach out to us at uh, blackboyscode.ca slash volunteer. Great. And I know you, it took a founder to start this great initiative. So Brian, correct, is the- Brian Johnson. Brian, Brian Johnson. Johnson thank man. you for, for leading this movement. And ladies and gentlemen, that concludes another episode of Tech in the City. A big thank you to producer Joe and Xander today and, 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 um, and Sid- Who's uh, I look? I'm looking behind the glass right now, and they're they're shaking their heads. Um, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podbean. So until next time, stay healthy, wash your hands, and keep innovating. Mm-hmm.